The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, January 20th, 2022, Thursday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Fabian. He was a layperson, and he may have come to Rome for the same reason many still come to Rome today during a papal election. Suddenly, during the discussion, a dove descended from the ceiling. The dove, according to Eusebius, settled on Fabian's head as clear imitation of the descent of the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove upon the Savior. Everyone suddenly proclaimed Fabian as worthy to be Pope, and this stranger was elected. Fabian was able to build up the structure of the Church of Rome He appointed seven deacons and helped to collect the acts of the martyrs. Pope St. Fabian died in the year 250 A.D. St. Fabian, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I offer you all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to his infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them in the furnace of his merciful love. O my God, I ask of you for myself and for those dear to me the grace to fulfill perfectly your holy will, to accept for love of you the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. When I was growing up, I did a lot of things with my older brother. He is two years older than I am. And in many ways, I guess I can say this now, I hope he's not listening to this meditation, he was much more talented than I was. He still is, especially for all kinds of sports. We would go out together fishing. We would go out together skiing, wakeboarding, or different kinds of things we did as we were growing up. And, And I would do something like, catch a fish and he would catch five or I would pull out a trick in the wakeboard and he would do something much more impressive than I would 
And I kind of had a hard time because I could never really brag about the things I did because my brother was always bragging about something much more incredible. So whatever I did, it seemed like very little compared to what my brother could do. Something similar we read today in the first book of Samuel, in the first reading of today's Mass. We see, we read about the story of Saul and David. Saul, as we know, was the king of Israel. And they go off to fight the Philistines. And they have this huge battle and and this big, huge Philistine comes out, Goliath. And he dares any Hebrew man to come out and fight him. And whoever won the battle, whoever won that fight, would win the battle. And the other army would just withdraw. And, and all the Hebrews are super scared because obviously this Philistine, Goliath, is huge. And it looked like he could crush anybody. Until finally this young boy comes out, David. And he offers himself to fight the Philistine. He prays, and then he goes out without an armor, without a sword. And with this intelligence, and with the grace of God, of course, he was on his side. He ends up defeating the big Philistine, Goliath, and he cuts his head off. And they win the battle. And the Philistines retreat. And thanks to David, and thanks to Saul, and the whole army, they would come back victorious. And we read in today's first reading how when David and Saul were approaching the cities in Israel, people would come out to greet them, to thank them for restoring their peace and freedom from the Philistines. And the women would play and sing, Saul has slain his thousands. And David is ten thousands. Saul would hear this and he would get really angry and resentful of the song and also of David. Because he was the king. He was the one that was supposed to take the merit. Not this young little boy who had, yeah, he had dared the big giant, but he was no big deal. And he was very jealous of David. And as we know from that moment on, Saul will try to get rid of David as in any way he can. He will try to kill him. And there's all these stories of David fleeing Saul and being persecuted and almost killed, and then David almost killing Saul. It's kind of like a sad story. Because this big king, this very wise man, was giving into something as low as jealousy. But the reality is we can't really judge Poor Saul. Because just like I was telling you from my youth, and that's just one story, I guess, I could say that same thing about many other people that I've met and I've lived with that were more talented than I was. We can sometimes feel that jealousy, and it's unfortunately so common to us. Sometimes in silly things, right? At school, in workplace, there's always someone that shines brighter than we do. Always someone that, that kind of gets everyone's attention at home because my brother is way more funny than I am, because this guy can play the guitar much better than I can, or maybe I can't at all. 
where this guy gets all the good grades, or this girl is amazingly pretty, or this guy is super athletic, and so many other things that happen to us all the time, because obviously we're surrounded by people that have many talents. We have our own, but others have more talents than, than we do sometimes, so they have better talents or talents that we don't have. And unfortunately, we get jealous, and we are resentful so many times. And we are critical in our minds, and we think of ways to kind of get rid of these people, or not, not directly as Saul, right? He wanted to kill David. Maybe we don't get to that point, hopefully. But sometimes say, how can I get him out of our group of friends, right? How can I make him look bad? What can I say, or sometimes even make up, right? So this guy, this girl, won't look as good as she always does. How can I throw some dirt on her prestige so that I can shine a little bit more? And it's hard to talk about this. It's hard to accept it because it's such a low thing. It's so embarrassing to recognize it, but it happens to all of us, even to the best of us, in different levels, obviously, with different manifestations, but it happens to all of us. And we need to ask God for to take that away from us because it is a temptation. That's what the devil is trying to do. That's what the devil did with Saul. He got into his soul so that he could be jealous of David and not succeed. Obviously, Saul, together with David, would have been great success. They could have done so many good things. The devil likes to do that. He likes to divide. He likes to... And that's precisely what we don't need to give into. Realizing that the gifts that other people have, the talents that they have, the good things they can do are something to give thanks to God for. And the fact that they can jump higher than we can, the fact that they can do something at work better than we can is a great thing and we should be happy because then we can work with them and maybe they can compliment us in many ways and they're funny funnier than we are and maybe they can yeah, make people laugh and that's great and we can laugh with them it's a matter of turning things around it's not easy i'm not saying it's easy it's not easy for me i'm sure it's not easy for you but we can sure try to turn things around and realize hey this girl can actually do something better than I can. Great, maybe I can stay closer to her because I can enjoy her talents. And she can play the violin really well, so I'd love to hear someone play the violin. I'm going to hang out with her. And I can learn from her. Maybe I can play in the same team so that, well, we can help each other. So many ways to take advantage of other people's talents and be grateful for them. But not being jealous. Let us push that jealousy away. Let us ask God to really purify our hearts, our feelings. Because again, it's unfortunately very common because of our concupiscence, because of our weakness, original sin, that the thought of jealousy will kind of creep into our minds. And we shouldn't be surprised that it does. Let's just ask God to help us, ask God to turn that around and to really make it into an opportunity to thank God for those things that others have. And then to think of how we can help them, how they can help us, how we can complement each other. And that way, make our workplace a better place, our home a better place, a more fun place, our classroom, taking advantage of the talents that we all have. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, 
intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. On Thursday of the second week in Ordinary Time, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth. And all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face. For you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat 
down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for for you you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us, in a place of sorrows, and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long, and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you you are merciful. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Bear in mind and do not forget how you angered the Lord your God in the desert. From the day you left the land of Egypt until you arrived in this place, you have been rebellious toward the Lord. At Horeb you so provoked the Lord that he was angry enough to destroy you when I had gone up the mountain to receive the stone tablets of the covenant which the Lord made with you. Meanwhile, I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights without eating or drinking till the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone inscribed by God's own finger with a copy of all the words that the Lord spoke to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. Then, at the end of the forty days and forty nights, When the Lord had given me the two stone tablets of the covenant, he said to me, Go down from here now, quickly, for your people, whom you have brought out of Egypt, have become depraved. They have already turned aside from the way I pointed out to them and have made for themselves a molten idol. I have seen now how stiff-necked this people is. The Lord said to me, Let me be that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under the heavens. I will then make of you a nation mightier and greater than they. When I had come down again from the blazing, fiery mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in both my hands, I saw how you had sinned against the Lord your God. You had already turned aside from the way which the Lord had pointed out to you by making for yourselves a molten calf. Raising the two tablets with both hands, I threw them from me and broke them before your eyes. Then, as before, I lay prostrate before the Lord for forty days and forty nights without eating or drinking, because of all the sin you had committed in the sight of the Lord and the evil you had done to provoke him. For I dreaded the fierce anger of the Lord against you. His wrath would destroy you. Yet once again, the Lord listened to me. With Aaron, too, the Lord was deeply angry and would have killed him had I not prayed for him also at that time. Then, taking the calf 
the sinful object you had made, and fusing it with fire, I ground it down to powder, as fine as dust, which I threw into the wadi that went down the mountainside. Those forty days then, and forty nights, I lay prostrate before the Lord, because he had threatened to destroy you. This was my prayer to him. O Lord God, destroy not your people, the heritage which your majesty has ransomed and brought out of Egypt with your strong hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look not upon the stubbornness of this people, nor upon their wickedness and sin, lest the people from whose land you have brought us say, The Lord was not able to bring them into the land he promised them. Or, out of hatred for them, he brought them out to slay them in the desert. They are, after all, your people and your heritage, whom you have brought out by your great power and with your outstretched arm. Moses pleaded with the Lord God and said, Why, O Lord, should your anger blaze against your people? Turn from your burning wrath. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to whom you promised a land where milk and honey flow. So the Lord relented and held back the punishment with which he had threatened his people. God said to Moses, You have found favor with me. You are my intimate friend. So the Lord relented and held back the punishment with which he had threatened his people. A reading from a letter by Fulgentius of Ruspa, Bishop. Notice at the conclusion of our prayer, we never say, through the Holy Spirit, but rather, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Through the mystery of the Incarnation, Jesus Christ became man, a mediator of God and man. He is a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. By shedding his own blood, he entered once and for all into the holy places. He did not enter a place made by human hands, a mere type of the true one, but he entered heaven itself, where he is at God's right hand interceding for us. Quite correctly, the Church continues to reflect this mystery in her prayer. This mystery of Jesus Christ the High Priest is reflected in the Apostle Paul's statement, Through him, then, let us always offer a sacrifice of praise to God, the fruit of lips that profess belief in his name. We were once enemies of the Father, but have been reconciled through the death of Christ. Through him, then, we offer our sacrifice of praise, our prayer to God. He became our offering to the Father, and through him our offering is now acceptable. It is for this reason that Peter the Apostle urges us to be built up as living stones into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. This, then, is the reason why we offer prayer to God our Father, but through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
When we speak of Christ's priesthood, what else do we mean than the Incarnation? Through this mystery, the Son of God, though His state was divine, emptied Himself to assume the condition of a slave. As a slave, He humbled Himself, and in obedience He even accepted death. Even though He possessed equality with the Father, He became a little less than the angels. Always equal to the Father, the Son became a little less because He became a man. Christ lowered Himself when He emptied Himself to assume the condition of a slave. By this condition, Christ, the only begotten Son of God, though Himself ever remaining God, became a priest. To Him, along with the Father, we offer our sacrifice. Yet through Him the sacrifice we now offer is holy, living, and pleasing to God. Indeed, if Christ had not sacrificed Himself for us, we could not offer any sacrifice. It is for Him that our human nature becomes a redemptive offering. When we offer our prayers through Him, our priest, we confess that Christ truly possesses the flesh of our race. Clearly, the Apostle refers to this when he says, Every high priest is taken from among men. He is appointed to act on behalf of these same men in their relationship to God. He is to offer gifts and sacrifices to God. We do not, however, only say, Your Son, when we conclude our prayer. We also say, Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. In this way, we commemorate the natural unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is clear, then, that the Christ who exercises a priestly role on our behalf is the same Christ who enjoys a natural unity and equality with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Let us approach the throne of grace with perfect confidence. We We shall shall find compassion and grace to help us in time of need. We do not have a high priest who is incapable of understanding our weaknesses. We We shall shall find compassion and grace to help us in the time of need. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Thursday of the second week in Ordinary Time, January 20th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. I've often said that it's not enough to believe in Jesus. Even the demons do that. We see that in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible from the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. 
Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed, also from Judea and Jerusalem, and Idumea, and from beyond the Jordan, and from about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, hearing all that he did, came to him. Jesus told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest they should crush him, for he had healed many, so that all who had diseases pressed upon him to touch him. And whenever the unclean spirits beheld Jesus, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God! Jesus strictly ordered them not to make him known. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the relevant radio app. Well, there's an old maxim, you can't give what you don't have. And that's very, very true of Christian doctrine. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. If we are to give Christ's doctrine to others, we have to have absorbed it into our understanding and hold it in our hearts. We have to meditate on it and love it. All Christians, each one according to the gifts he has received, talents, education, circumstances, whatever they may be, need to use the means to acquire this doctrine. Sometimes this formation will begin by our learning the Catechism thoroughly. That book, faithful to the essential truths contained in Revelation and brought up to date regarding teaching methods, is capable of educating each new generation of Christians robustly in the faith, says John Paul II. The life of faith of an ordinary Christian often leads to a constant process of acquiring and transmitting the faith. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, St. Paul said to the Christians at Corinth. The faith of the church is a living faith because it is constantly being received and handed on from Christ to the apostles, from the apostles to their successors, and so to our days. The faith continues to resound ever identical with itself in the living magisterium of the church. The doctrine of the faith is received and handed down by the mother of a family, by a student, a businessman, a secretary. What effective spokesmen and women our Lord would have if we Christians all decided, each one in his own place, to proclaim Christ's saving doctrine, as our brothers and sisters in the faith have done. Go and teach, Christ himself says to every last one of us. We are talking about that spontaneous spreading of doctrine, perhaps carried out in an informal way, but extraordinarily effective, as the first Christians did. Family with family, workers with their colleagues, neighbors with neighbors, parents with other parents at a particular school, in neighborhoods, in marketplaces, in the streets of towns and cities, in technical colleges, in universities, in civic life. All locations become channels for a discreet and pleasant catechesis which penetrates deep into the customs of society, into men's lives and cultures. Believe me, the apostolate of giving doctrine usually has to be, as it were, capillary, spreading from one to another, from each believer to his immediate companion. The children of God care about every soul there is because every soul is important. 
How moved God must be by those mothers who, often with very little time at their disposal, patiently explain the truths of the Catechism to their children, and perhaps to the children of their neighbors and friends, or by the student who treks across the city to explain those same truths, even though he is studying for an examination and needs to do well at it. Now, when the doctrine of the Church is attacked in so many quarters, And by such a variety of methods, we need as Christians to make up our minds to use every possible means to acquire a deep knowledge of the doctrine of Jesus Christ. We need to understand the implications these teachings have for contemporary society and for individuals. Loving God with deeds will often mean dedicating as much time as is required to this formation. Study the care we take over spiritual reading paying close attention to the talks of formation we receive. We should make good use of the days we do not have to go to work, which give us more time for these activities. Loving God with deeds will mean knowing how to appreciate those truths which have their origin in Christ himself. We should think of them as a treasure that we have to love and meditate on frequently. Nobody gives what he does not have. To give doctrine, We need to have it first. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we continue praying. We join the entire church with all the angels and saints as we lift our voices, and we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, Come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river it stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. 
look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine, that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name. Among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. 
At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your your joy joy to God, God, our strength. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of justice, peace, and the joy that is given by the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way pleases God and wins the esteem of men. Let us, then, make it our aim to work for peace and to strengthen one another. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. In the the early early hours of of the morning, morning, I I think of you, O Lord. Always you are there to help me. I I think think of of you, O Lord. Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In In the the early hours of the morning, morning, I think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord. And forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Father, who protects his children and never spurns their prayers. Let us humbly implore him. Enlighten us, Lord. Enlighten us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for enlightening us through your Son. Fill us with his light throughout the day. Enlighten us, Lord. Let your wisdom lead us today, Lord. That we may walk in the newness of life. Enlighten us, Lord. May we bear hardships with courage for your namesake. And be generous in serving you. Enlighten us, Lord. Direct our thoughts, feelings, and actions this day. Help us to follow your providential guidance. Enlighten us, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, true light and source of all light, listen to our morning prayer, turn our thoughts to what is holy, and may we ever live in the light of your love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thursday is right ahead of you, just waiting for you to make it holy. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go on, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.